number 124, Candyman. And you are filled with a creamy nougat center. Do we actually know what nougat is? Hell, I thought it was made from rubber trees. I don't know. Mysteries of our times, truly. Hello, friends. There is no mystery here at all. This is Fusebox number 124, cunningly entitled, and uh, by the way, awaiting extradition to some foreign land, Candyman, and uh, much more about this title in a bit. But I am your cultivating exotic larvae as a hobby host, Mark Rose, welcoming you in to this edition of the program. We are so glad you decided to push play on this one. And we do endeavor to make it well worth your time. Over there, eating Rolos by the case, <laughs> is the Prime Minister of Meters Hisselves, uh, Milk Keynes, everybody. You know, I actually do like those things. <laughs> I, I know it's kind of like a but I really do like them. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, friends, uh, you too will recall the great Rolo candy. Uh, it's, a, it's a chocolate-covered caramel kind of thing and uh, quite addictive. Been around for decades. <laughs> Evidently still is. Yeah, they're around. Now, uh, Zagnut might be a bit more hard to find or maybe uh, Fifth Avenue or Payday. Holy carp! Payday. Or what was uh, what was that other one? Um, Chunky. Remember, remember Chunky? I, I suppose they're still out there somewhere. You know, I, a, a few years ago, I stumbled uh, upon a uh, website called oldtimecandy.com, which uh, is still out there somewhere, which has candy by the decade. And it goes back to like uh, the 1900s. And uh, I think all of it is still being made by somebody out there in their original packaging. And you can get it from those guys if you were so inclined. Now you remember the giant sweet tart? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was uh, was almost the size of your hand. Uh, bigger actually if you were nine years old at the time. Uh, oh, of course, the, the urban legend that followed shortly after its uh, release was that, of course, of young Timmy confusing a salvo detergent tablet for a giant sweet tart. Remember this? Procter & Gamble's new Salvo gets clothes lots cleaner looking with lots less bleaching. So, just two Salvo tablets. There was a horrible outcome to that, no doubt. Thanks, Wally, right there. That was Wally Cox for uh, Salvo detergent. Yes, friends, uh, cleaning is most assuredly a uh, subtext for this show, I promise. Very nice segue, sir. <laughs> Yeah, it's about as subtle as a jackhammer, but seriously, we're, we, we are compelled to uh, chat about this uh, subject. I mean, I, I know, it, it's, it's wishful thinking, perhaps, but uh, this just might be the start of an unraveling of some of the more um, nefarious and certainly deeply hidden activities going on in our world by some of the most wealthy and in many cases unknown people 
in this society. I think we can safely say that this shit has been going on forever. Yes, Mr. Keynes, on that, I would agree. Uh, we're, we're referring, of course, to the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case, currently uh, making headlines everywhere. Uh, but in case you're not aware, th- this guy is a uh, previously convicted sex offender who's not without means and influence himself. He's a uh, wealthy, but uh, again, it's not really sure exactly how wealthy as, uh, as it's most difficult to put a finite number to that, it appears. Uh, some, his, uh, his lawyers at one point, have quoted him as being a billionaire. Others say a millionaire. Whatever the case, the guy has like, I don't know, five houses... Uh, and one of them is is this 21,000-square-foot Manhattan, quote, townhouse, end quote. What townhouse has seven floors, you know? Or, or heated sidewalks, and most specifically, a lead-lined secret room. Ew. His? Yes, yes, evidently. So, so the guy has property all over the damn place, and uh, his own island, even, off in the Caribbean, called Little St. James, <laughs> which has been the scene for all sorts of uh, alleged crimes involving underage girls. Now, I uh, just recently actually saw some drone footage of this retreat, and uh, friends, if you even have the slightest conspiratorial bone in your brain, you'll have a field day with this place. It's underground bunkers, weird temple-like buildings. There's like strange um, hollowed-out grassy areas which, uh, which have these like crop circle designs. A most bizarre sundial apparatus that has these bench seats all around it. And some very... Very curious symbols painted in and around it. As a matter of fact, in in a, in one of the shots of uh, his Manhattan mansion that they broke into, yeah, uh, the picture of the doorknob. You only see it for a second, but the picture of the doorknob also has these these same symbols on it. They're they're not decorative. <laughs> they're they're very specific, but it's just very curious. It's it's just very curious indeed. Um, as it comes to light now that uh, this chap may be involved in some very dark and uh, a little sleazy on the side sex trafficking activities involving some pretty famous and uh, not so famous but very wealthy clientele. Alleged hell? This guy's obviously connected to some sick shit and, and some of his pals are going to face the music here real soon. That is how it looks. Uh, so so this Epstein guy was convicted in the 2008 for soliciting a prostitute, which, well, to be honest with you, in itself is a wee strange in that the girl in question here is 14. Well, she's not of legal age. Well, for anything, really, in the eyes of the law. But be that as it may, he served 13 months in, quote, custody with work release as part of a plea deal where federal officials had identified (laughs) 36 other victims. It was a 51-page indictment. The plea deal was made by Alexander Acosta, 
who was then a United States attorney for the Southern District of Florida, who agreed to grant immunity from all federal criminal charges to Epstein and folks related to his dealings. Now, if that name seems familiar, it's because up until just recently, Mr. Acosta was the U.S. Secretary of Labor for the uh, Trump administration and, of course, resigned after this stink bomb went off. Um, A lot of folks, and they still are, (laughs) are mystified as to why this particular case was handled the way it was. See, a deal cut like this without notifying the victims of its decision. Acosta said that he was informed by, uh, uh, whomever, that Epstein was an intelligence asset. So this uh, NPA, or non-prosecution agreement, that was handed down in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of Florida, which is where all this sordid stuff was first reported, uh, and first reported, by the way, by Palm Beach Post. I mean, the Miami Herald got a lot of credit, and, and they did some superior, and continue to do some very superior reporting, but the Palm Beach Post actually uh, covered this thing from the beginning. But anyway, it was determined that uh, this ruling was in uh, strict violation of the Crimes Victims Act of uh, 2004, which, uh, by the way, the NPA deal was declared illegal by U.S. District Judge Kenneth Mara on February 21st of uh, 2019 due to that exact clause. Not telling folks. You think? Yeah. The gears of justice grind slowly, it would appear. But uh, there you are. And uh, in a moment, this guy has a lot of uh, associates who just might be getting a tad nervous right now. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. TheFuseBoxShow.com We are talking with Professor uh, uh, about uh, uh, his new bob uh, that uh, if you'd like to join the discussion, go ahead. Uh, federal government um, and uh, uh, Congress, uh, are they the one, are they uh, the... Uh, All right, thanks for your... Uh, uh, professor, uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, 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 the very beautiful nude children, uh, and, uh, and, and the, the uh, elegant homoerotic nude butt of a fifth grader with, with like, uh, uh, taxpayers' money should be spent for ugly and offensive people. Um, that, that is, is? Yes. But let me ask you, can I ask uh, you yeah. what the, what sure. the? Uh, and I think that, that, yeah. From PR News. Thank you to the uh, lovely and talented Fernande Nende Lemur for that little piece. You know, another curious thing about this Jeffrey Epstein chap is um, his interest in science. Well, underage biology seems to be a major interest. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. But I find it interesting that um, way back in uh, 1974, he was actually hired to teach physics and mathematics at an exclusive private school in New York, the Dalton School, as it's called. Um, this guy, uh, although he, he did attend university, he, he didn't graduate, and uh, he was employed here at this school without a degree. 
Now, that hit me just bizarre until I had to uh, research that a little bit. It appears uh, that in many places, particularly like uh, small private institutions and things like that, it's okay to not have a degree and teach something. And New York apparently has a surprisingly loose requirement here, evidently. So he he met some chaps in the uh, subsequent years that uh, definitely put him <laughs> on a very specific path. Blackmail. Uh, well, one could posit that notion, Mr. King. He, uh, he was introduced to some extremely high rolling type of individuals, uh, no doubt. He, uh, he became a limited partner of Bear Stearns, the ill-fated investment firm, uh, then forming his own deal in 1980, where I think everybody agrees this is where it really started to happen for him. Got him, uh, got him rubbing shoulders there with uh, heads of state and, and other foreign dignitaries. And uh, this is actually where it gets uh, very interesting as well. Back before the 2008 shenanigans was uh, brought to light, it was discovered that he had placed video cameras over his various residences that were uh, seemingly set up to record the activities going on there between his guests and uh, the girls he brought in. And we are talking girls here, underage females, all right? The plan, naturally, was to uh, use the footage as leverage whenever he needed it, I presume. But, uh, Who knows? Again, this is all just, of course, alleged. But we do know this, that uh, he has had a uh, rather glorious uh, reputation as being quite the philanthropist. He's one of uh, four donors who pledged to raise uh, about $2 million for building Rosofsky Hall at uh, Harvard University, which (laughs) it's safe to say he has had a serious obsession for. Very serious. In 2000, Epstein uh, established the Jeffrey Epstein VI Foundation, which funds uh, science research and uh, education. And prior to 2003, the foundation funded Martin Nowak's research at the Institute for Advanced Study in Princeton, New Jersey. In May of 2003, Epstein pledged a series of donations totaling uh, actually over $30 million to create a mathematical biology and evolutionary dynamics program at Harvard, (laughs) which was run by, huh, Martin Nowak. According to the Boston Globe, the uh, actual amount received from uh, Epstein was $6.5 million. So after all this crap went down in 2008, he uh, attempted to uh, rebuild his uh, public face by using a PR firm to do just that. And uh, as evidence, in 2019, Forbes deleted a 2013 article that called Epstein, quote, one of the largest backers of cutting-edge science. After uh, the New York Times revealed that the author of that article, Drew Hendricks, had been paid $600 to submit it falsely as his own. National Review piece from the same year called him, quote, a smart businessman with, quote, a passion for cutting-edge science. Does that 
sound familiar? Anyway, the article was credited to Christina Galbraith, who identified herself in her bio as a science writer who had published at Forbes and HuffPost. <laughs> well, Miss Galbraith was also a publicist for Mr. Epstein. Uh, according to several news releases promoting Mr. Epstein's foundations and initiatives in 2012, 2013, and 2014 that included her as the contact. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the article that appeared in the National Review, she described him as having given thoughtfully to countless organizations that help educate underprivileged children. <laughs> I don't know. So is this starting? Are these pieces starting to? Yeah. We, we uh, the, quoting the uh, National Review here, we took down the piece and regret publishing it, Rich Lowry, the editor of the National Review, said. He also said in his email that the National Review had a process in place for a while now to weed out such commercially self-interested pieces from lobbyists and uh, PR flax. Apparently not soon enough, though. A HuffPost article from 2017 credited Mr. Epstein for taking action to help a number of scientists thrive during the Trump era, a time of anti-science policies and budget cuts. <laughs> All of these articles have been uh, removed from their sites in recent days and uh, particularly after inquiries from the New York Times. This, again, is, uh, you know, careful and, of course, sleazy public relations with a big fail. Oh, man. Again, gotta be suspicious of things you read. Oh, and, 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 and in this day and age, things you see as well. So, so as we know, uh, Epstein was uh, arrested again on July 6th of this year on uh, federal charges for sex trafficking of minors in both Florida and New York. And uh, at present is uh, sitting in a real cell this time, awaiting trial, uh, and no bail for this guy, by the way. Yeah, and uh, it says here that his lawyers offered a $600 million bond. <laughs> right. Including $100 million from his brother, Mark, so he could uh, leave jail and submit to house arrest in his New York mansion. Uh, uh, it says here, on July 18th, Judge Richard N. Berman denied the request, saying that Epstein posed a danger to the public and a serious flight risk to avoid prosecution. Well, you think? He's got a private jet, the 727, I think. They, they, they've called it the Lolita Express, for crying out loud. In, in truth, though, I think that this plane was actually sold recently. But... Oh, and this is where it gets really stinky. They didn't hose that thing down after the flight? I don't know. But the flight log on that plane is a really fascinating read. You got your former Harvard University president, Larry Summers. Yeah. You got your former national security advisor, Sandy Berger. Yeah. You got your former Colombian president, Andre Pastrana. Huh? Yeah. And you got your Bill Clinton. 26 times. Oops. And, of course, the orange guy flew in there once or twice or nine times. We don't know. You know, as much as I'd have absolutely no problem 
With that guy being eaten by rabid wolverines, I don't think he's into the youngsters thing at all. Not sure the wolverines would have him. We'll have to trust your gut there, Mr. Keynes. I don't know. I'll tell you what I am curious about. Yeah? Where is the first lady? <laughs> I mean, really? When did, when did we see her involved in, well, actually anything? I mean, I'm beginning to think he just has her hanging in a vestibule somewhere, and then whenever he needs her, he just grabs her by the... And trots her out. You know? I don't know, man. Seems like the only time I see her is uh, getting on a chopper or Air Force One with him. Well, Orange Guy does prefer the attention to be on him at all times. So I guess that's... Uh, you know, I think I read somewhere that uh, that Epstein guy had some weird connection to Mossad or something. You mean the Israeli intelligence group? Yeah, yeah. yeah. From, from what I gather... Uh, that actually seems to be more connected to his former girlfriend, Ghislaine um, Maxwell, daughter of uh, publisher Robert Maxwell, he of the uh, Mirror Publishing Empire in the UK there, and uh, countless other things. Among them, evidently, a uh, very nice and tight relationship with several Eastern European communist countries in which he published uh, biographies, uh, read that, puff pieces, for all the uh, communist leaders. And uh, was quite lucrative for him, evidently. As it happens, it was politically lucrative for uh, both the Soviet Union and uh, Israel, who often used uh, Mr. Maxwell as a uh, conduit to pass intelligence back and forth between countries. Hence uh, his Mossad connection. As uh, Israel, at the time, became very attached to uh, Maxwell's information services, but uh, getting back to Ghislaine here, she allegedly helped to arrange and procure the girls into this uh, funnel for Epstein, who, uh, it's said, would then, you know, tape and at uh, many times uh, participate in all the uh, rather sordid shenanigans. Well, I bet she's not taping his sessions. Oh, you just never know. We do know that when his... Uh, rather swank Manhattan townhouse was uh, raided. Uh, really? A townhouse? 21,000 square feet, friends. It was, a, uh, it was a converted school that he bought from, oh, a, another friendly tentacle, Leslie Wexner, who is the guy behind uh, L Brands, uh, Victoria's Secret, The Limited, etc. All that stuff. Anyway, when the place was searched, uh, they came up with an out-of-date passport uh, listing him as a resident of Saudi Arabia. Uh, some diamonds. Lots of cash, of course. And uh, a whole lot of pictures, and I suspect videos, of uh, young girls in compromising situations. Many underage, of course. Uh, this is the bit right there. That's the one that could actually hang him. Yeah. But hopefully not until... The huge octo-beast is revealed there in the closet with all the thousand heads of political, business, and entertainment figures all connected together in some sort of unholy union. Or perhaps a shunting. You know? Filmmaker Brian Yuzna. Yeah. 
He brought that to the screen. It's a wonderful little gem called Society. It's worth it for that sequence alone, friends. Trust me, really. You need to see that to believe it. Anyway. Just wonder if we'll really get the whole story here, though. I mean, if this guy is that deep in, maybe his uh, associates will uh, just create a blind so we don't ever really get to see that octo beast. Well, you know, distractions are uh, the the order of the day at present. We can see that for sure. Um, These are going to be some very busy courtrooms over the ensuing months. This thing could potentially be of epic proportions if all the threads are... uh, either gathered or allowed to be gathered. And uh, by the way, just the other day, they say that uh, Mr. Uh, Epstein was found in a fetal position in his jail cell, evidently suffering from some kind of uh, attack, or so it is said. Rumors have uh, circulated that the uh, attack and abrasions and uh, so forth were self-inflicted in order to get him transferred to another site, but... uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, if Bubba wanted that guy dead, he'd be dead, you know? It's kind of what I think. What I can't figure out is at what level, and and I mean how high up the food chain here, does this thing go? And also, why now? Speaking of distractions. Well, those are excellent questions, sir. Um, How high might bring about names we've never heard of? Maybe even life forms we've never heard of. <laughs> Certainly much higher than any political ceiling. I mean, I think this stuff is connected to actual sources of our current reality that we have not encountered. My humble opinion. It's, uh, it's been posited that the actual source for this stuff is nefarious indeed and is connected to some very, very historic figures going way, way back. And, and, and the timing? Well, here's an idea. I, I'm wondering if somebody crossed a line with uh, Mr. Epstein or vice versa <laughs> and uh, he becomes the sacrificial guy under the bus. I mean, this, this could have huge ramifications. This is a global phenomena. Okay? I mean... You even have Prince Andrew in, implicated in this thing, <laughs> even if it's just a rumor. Well, I do have pictures of him hanging out with Epstein and uh, the orange guy, too. Yes. Yes, they do. I don't know where this is heading. Hopefully, prison for the concerned parties. And this time, no work release benefits and uh, your own private security staff inside the jail. The best justice money can buy, amigo. Oh, God, let's hope not. Can you think of one average person who could get away with a tenth of the shit this guy's accused of? They would have locked him up so fast they would have taken the air out of the room. Well, Well, and to that, one of his attorneys... The uh, celebrated law professor, uh, Alan Dershowitz, was implicated in at least one of the uh, sessions at Epstein's Manhattan place. Uh, He's accused of molesting some underage gal as well. Yeah, at first he said, 
it's a blatant lie. And then he said, yeah, but I kept my underwear on. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Remember that one? Yep. Got impeached by the House and then, of course, acquitted by the Senate. I can't help think that uh, that right there was a little karmic wake-up call for William there, you know? Too bad it didn't wake him up enough. Same crap is destined for the orange guy if it gets that far. Well, you know what? I really, really doubt that there's any point to do that at this particular time. I mean, honestly, the time for that would have been his first year, in my humble opinion. Because by the time you get all those legal wheels rolling, it's election time. Right? We're, we're staring down the barrel of that right now. Yeah, but they had both houses tied up back then, remember? Yeah, true enough. Now, I just think my Wolverine idea would be the best. <laughs> yes, and with that tempting ear candy, we'll pack up our Necco wafers and red vines and malamars and scuttle away back under the floor mat, but not before thanking our sugar-free contributors to this edition of Fusebox, the always amazing Mr. Fernande Nendeli Murr, Trista Perez, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks, as always, to the Wolverine-loving deacon of Dial. Milt Keynes for technical assistance over there. You know, I'm, I'm thinking maybe a cross between an aardvark and a wolverine would be fun, you know? An arvarine. What do you think? A bad-tempered anteater. Huh. Could work. I'll ask Eco and Milo to put some plans together, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks as well to you, friends for fearlessly pushing play on this edition of Fusebox, we'd also beg your indulgence to uh, like and subscribe this here presentation. Uh, it is of great value to us, humble programmers, truly is. And uh, I have been your enriched with riboflavin and electrolytic capacitors host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse box.